Hi, honey. My name is Travis. I'm a psychic medium, and this is Psychic Happy Hour, a podcast designed to help you along your spiritual journey while having a few laughs along the way. Join me and some of my special guests as we dive into various topics around life and what lies beyond. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. Welcome back to Psychic Happy Hour. My guest this week is somebody who I have not only been following, but have looked up to. I have joined in on her Warrior Reiki sessions on TikTok. I have followed her content. I'm so excited to introduce to you my next guest. This is the Blue Bodhi. Bodhi, welcome to Psychic Happy Hour. Thank you so much for being here, friend. You are so welcome. I'm so excited. (laughs) This is going to be great. So today, Bodhi and I are going to talk about energy. This is a topic that comes up in a lot of sessions. This is something that, you know, if you are on spirituality, Instagram or TikTok, you see a lot of talk about energy. And today, Bodhi and I are going to talk about not only what energy is, but how we can cleanse our energy, how we can leverage our energy and how we can protect our energy so that we can live a happy, exciting life. So before we dive in, Bodhi, tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, Lord, that's like such a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> short of it is, I I am a professional folk magic practitioner. Um, I have been a Reiki master, master teacher, or grandmaster in at this point, nine different forms of Reiki and energy work since 2013. So I, uh, I travel all over the place. I have some interesting celebrity clients. I work on a lot of people, both online and offline. And, uh, I would like to say I'm an energy expert, but I, I don't want to be an energy expert. (laughs) Uh, it's, It's 11, 11 where I am. I just want to share that as we talk about energy. Um, you know, so let's talk about energy and let's talk about what energy is, right? Because everything is energy. Exactly. And we we hear this all the time, right? In your definition of energy, Bodhi, and maybe a little bit more of an expanded definition and, and how it applies to spirituality, what is energy to you? So... I kind of combine the nerd, you know, scientific part with my spiritual part. And if you look at even the most basic building blocks of us, every atom in our body, in our cells, in between all of the protons and electrons and neurons is space. That's energy. Everything is energy. There's more of you that is energy than there is actual matter. And I don't think that people understand the gravity of how energy affects not only your body, your space around you, the world, et cetera. Um, And when they finally start to just barely grasp it and they see all these massive changes in their life, it gets super exciting. But energy basically is the universe, is the thing around you. So it's it's everything, if that makes sense sense the short definition yeah everything yeah I share that energy is everything I love that I was looking up before this podcast like the textbook definition of energy and it's the definition is 
energy is the ability to do work. Mm-hmm. And I like that, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't you know, make a lot of sense. It does and it doesn't, that definition. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like, I think for me, it's like, you know, I I align with your definition of it or your experience of it, because to me, energy really is, it's everything that we have. It's, it's, it's what's moving through us. It's what's animating us. It's what creates here. And, you know, we hear a lot about protecting your energy and cleansing your energy and, and all of this stuff, but, you know, for you, what does energy maintenance mean and why is it important? Well, for me and for you and for other practitioners that work with people with their energy, um, I think that cleansing, protecting, et cetera, it's on a much different scale. Um, for me personally, I, I'm a Capricorn. I have a lot of Capricorn placement <laughs> I forward and I don't stop sometimes. So I have to force myself. It's, and this sounds so weird. I have to force myself on a daily basis. Every morning I go outside, even if it's raining and I go out there barefoot and I sit either on my porch or out in the grass and I put my feet on the ground and I just sit there for a minute because connecting with my space, my safe space, my happy space is what helps to ground me to ground other people. Mm -hmm. Um, But during the day when I'm out about, in events and appointments, et cetera, I really have to protect myself. I have specific things I do around my desk, my computer, if I'm at an event around that booth, et cetera. Because when you start to level your own energy up and you start to work with energy, work with other people's energy, people gravitate toward that. And not only do they gravitate toward that, They either want to soak it up and learn or they want to manipulate it for their own benefit. So this kind of goes right along in with clearing, protecting, et cetera, people that are just starting to pay attention to their own energy. Mm -hmm. Grounding is vital to keep your energy um, sane. I'll just say it that way. Sane. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about grounding because I love this topic so much. And I think, you know, grounding, or I think another term that I've recently heard, that's a new term for me, but it's been around for a while, but it's new for me, is earthing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the benefits that that can have, even if you're not a practitioner, right? Like, let's just say we're just, you know, an everyday, well, we are everyday people, but, you know, everyday people with a little bit of sparkle, right? <laughs> but even just for everyday activity and grounding, why do you think that's so important to teach people or that people do grounding or earthing as a daily practice? I grew up doing it. Um, like I, I literally grew up, my parents taught us outside is church outside is, you know, oh. where soul gets back to itself. And really, if you look back throughout history, no matter where someone comes from, no matter the continent, the culture, et cetera, every single culture has a practice of nature, nature-based worship, grounding, mm-hmm. even, even Christianity. I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. So 
I think that we've gotten away from it in a modern society because we're inside, we're working in offices, we're working on electronics and electronics have a push and pull on our energy because they are, they work off of energy. So I think that we get so caught up in the rush, rush, rush of all of our daily junk that piles on us that we have gotten disconnected from it. So it's extremely vital, extremely vital to ground or do earthing um, just to release all that built up crap that you carry yeah. back out. Just like yeah. plants in carbon dioxide and release the oxygen, the earth does that with energy. It's a natural dialysis machine for energy. Yeah, I love that. And like, it's like a grounding wire with electricity, right? Like allowing that energy to flow in a way that it doesn't fry you good because for me like grounding it calms my nervous system mm -hmm. like if I feel like I've just got this buildup of like anxiety or stuff like the second that I start grounding my nervous system immediately just starts to calm down mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm back in sync with just my natural rhythm right right one of the things that I think people also don't realize too, um, in studying energy and Reiki and so on, I also have several certifications in acupressure. There are so many pressure points on the feet, especially when you're barefoot. So when you go outside and you have that amazing earth energy underneath your skin and it's hitting certain pressure points in your feet on multiple levels, it's going to make you feel better. Mm. I love that. Yeah, I can't say I love meditating, but I can't say I meditate every single morning. Like I, you know, like the, uh, like I tell myself I'm going to, <laughs> but the second I get out of bed, I definitely at least give my feet a little wiggle into the floor before I can make it outside or when I'm brushing my teeth. And that always feels so good. Yeah, I specifically, um, when I was moving this last time, looked for a house with wood floors. Ooh, I love that. So yeah. I always have my feet on, on wood, which is part of the earth, even if it's, you know, uh -huh. no longer alive, it will help to ground you. So. Yeah. What about for people who maybe work in like an office building or they can't get right outside? Any tips that you have for just a quick grounding to calm their energy or bring themselves back into present moment? One of the things that I usually recommend, especially if you are in a cubicle or something like that, carry a piece of wood with you, just mm. a piece of wood. It can be a bracelet. It can be a pendant. It can be a piece of wood from the tree behind your grandparents' house, whatever. A piece of wood will help connect you back to the earth. There are so many amazing artisans out there that make fantastic wooden jewelry. Mm. That will help. If you can bring stuff to your office, your cubicle, et cetera, Anything green, even if it's a fake plant. Yeah, I mean, that's my choice because <laughs> in an office. Um, but anything green that reminds you of outside is going to be a good way to help you ground. Playing nature sounds, rain or birds or something, if you can, whether it's in ear pods or whatever, that will help. Just those moments. You don't have to do it all, all day. But just those moments, maybe you just came out of a really crappy meeting with your boss or whatever. You just kind of need to breathe and you can't run outside. Something like that will help. Hearing the birds clicks your brain back into, oh, I'm outside. So 
there's all kinds of little tiny things you can do, even though technology gets overwhelming and it's so much energy bombarding us mm-hmm. it can be really, really grounding. It can connect us when we don't realize that we can be connected in that way. So I love that. I'd like to talk about cleansing your energy because this is another topic that I see talked about a lot. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people probably listening to this podcast or out in the world that have just self-identified as an empath um, and, and feel the, not only the weight of emotions of other people around them, but also carry those emotions with them. It's making my third eye itch as we're talking. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, and I, you know, and I definitely, it's so interesting, right? Especially with just kind of everything that's happening in the world and how easy it is to carry some of that density with you. Why do you think cleansing your energy is so important? Uh, well, I actually think that it's vital to us being healthy in every aspect, not just spiritually, but physically. I, one of the things that I do is, um, I'm, I'm an aura artist and I touch physically somebody to hold their hand, read their aura, et cetera. People don't understand that there are layers to your auric field, both on the outside and the inside. And they actually coincide with things in psychology as well. But every single thing that you're around, every person you pass, you Mm -hmm. pick up something off of them Mm -hmm. energetically. So I always tell people it's like in the old Predator movie when Arnold cases himself in the mud so the Predator can't see him. You kind of have to do something like that. But at the same time, you also have to wash the mud off. And when you don't realize that you're picking up stuff just at the store. You may not even talk to the lady that you walked by in the aisle, but maybe she just lost her mom. You're going to pick up some of that sadness as you go by. Maybe you're walking by somebody that's extremely angry. Same thing. Happiness, same thing. All those things stick to you. They can bog your energy down. They can bog your connection to the universe down. If you don't cleanse those things off of your aura and your energy, eventually you're going to be sick all the time. You're going to feel like, crap you know spiritually all the time mm-hmm. and i think people are starting to understand that now especially those that are getting more into their own spiritual practice but this is why a lot of people are ill physically ill all the time mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people that are more spiritually aligned and they make it a a religion to make sure that they're cleansed and protected why they have so much of a better physical life if that makes sense they go out Mm -hmm. and do things you know clearing your energy it's just it's literally one of the most vital things you can do especially when you're walking a spiritual path yeah I love that so much I uh you know as I've kind of gone along this journey I've been increasingly and increasingly just more aware of my energy Mm -hmm. and how I'm feeling and I believe you know that our we are physically and energetically calibrated to wellness, that mm-hmm. that's just our, our dominant frequency Yes. and picking up stuff from other people. I think when we live our lives so open and connected, 
it's so easy for that energy transfer, as you were saying. And it's kind of like, to me, it's like washing your face, right? Like I cleanse my energy when I'm in the shower. I cleanse my energy before and after clients. Like I'm like, I'm like, oh, and for me, it's like when I feel good, I don't know how it feels for you. And I would love to hear, but for me, like when my energy feels nice and cleansed, I feel like almost buzzy. Like I feel like a, like a lightness to me. How does it yep. feel for you when you know that your energy is cleansed? Um, when my energy is cleansed and at almost full power or full power, uh, it is, it's like being high. It's like being high yeah. without being high. Um, and I, I used to do this and I don't really do it anymore. Cause I, I learned that I, you can overwhelm people, especially if you're trained in energy work, but I used to, um, I'd go up to somebody that was either in the shop, you know, where I was at or whatever. And I'd be like, Oh, give me your hand, give me your hand, you know? And I've had people hold my hand for a minute and then go, what is, what is that? What is, what is that? Like, <laughs> what is that? You know, you can give that, you can give that out to somebody. Um, yeah. I, I cleanse my auric field anytime I'm in the shower. Mm. Yeah. Same, same. It's just, and I tell people all the time, like, it's not hard to do that. Like you, the way I do it, the way I was taught to do it, um, you always feel weird, even though, you know, no one's watching you. You're like, mm -hmm. okay, I look like a, I look like a dumbass right now, but your <laughs> field sticks out from you three to seven inches, depending on how open yeah. you are. So literally just a mix of sea salt and some rose and you scrub out away from your body. And then, I mean, like I said, you feel weird the first few times you do it, but when you get out of the shower and you just kind of breathe a minute, like you can feel all that crap that's gone mm -hmm. down the drain. Mm. So, I love yeah. that. I love <laughs> that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so interesting, right? Because when I first started seeing, clients professionally because I you know I've done readings for friends and stuff for years before I started you know doing readings as my my job which still feels weird to call it my job but um the first couple of times I saw clients I was exhausted after mm -hmm. like I couldn't get off the couch and and I, I talked to new practitioners and that's usually one of the first things I hear them say is were you so were you always so tired after readings and I was like, yeah, I used to be. Now I feel like I can run a marathon when I'm done, right? Because it's just, you're hooked in. You learn how to hook in different to the energy. Right. Question for you. Answer. <laughs> Do you find that it's just as easy to connect to the high vibrational stuff as it is the low vibrational stuff, depending on where your attention is turn to no and I, i'll tell you why for me yes for me it's easier for me to connect to higher vibrational than low yeah. at this point in my life but for people that are just starting their path and for people yeah. that haven't learned how to cleanse protect themselves it's so much easier to connect to lower vibration because that's mm. the world we live in and that mm. is what our mind, our emotions is trained mm -hmm. to connect like that is all the bad shit. So depending on where you are in your journey, yes, but it, it takes practice and it takes a, a strong will to make yourself at first connect to the higher vibrations. So yes. And interesting. No. Interesting. <laughs> no, I like that. The reason why, why I asked that is, you know, 
I, so I thankfully have never personally experienced anything lower vibrational. Like I hear like horror stories of people having like, you know, things enter their home or, you know, they'll, they'll wake up with scratches on them or they'll have just these crazy, like, like things that you couldn't even imagine happening happen. And I believe that it's happening. Right. I've never connected to anything, at least not that I know of, that felt that felt icky to me. And I think maybe that's just because I've had great teachers. I I was so blessed. Like the second I started doing this work, I immediately had great mentors that just found me, uh, which is not by coincidence by any means, right? <laughs> nope. That's why I grinned. <laughs> so if you've got, you know, some, if you've got someone just kind of starting out and doing energy work, what is, what is some advice that you would give someone so that they don't end up hurting themselves or accidentally unintentionally connecting to something that doesn't feel good. Uh, you can never have too many protections. Mm. So that's my first tip. You can never have too many protections. My second tip is absolutely trust your gut. Mm. Absolutely trust your gut. And my third tip is this never tell all of your protections that you have in place. Yeah. I love that so much, right? Because like you wouldn't like put a sign on your house that was like, I've got the alarm system set here. Here's the code for it. Here's mm -hmm. where I keep the the guns just in case anybody comes in the house, right? Like you wouldn't yep. share any of that. You wouldn't share where you keep the spare key. Uh, yeah. I love that so much. I love that. So, and, and I think it's a great segue into protection, right? Because we've got our grounding, we've got our cleansing, and now we're, we're protecting our energy, so for me, it's so funny because I like, I go back and forth for this with myself and I would love to have this. I'm excited to have this conversation with you because for me, I'm very much, you know, a believer in what we give momentum to is what we experience. And the more that we kind of push against something or push towards something, the more of it we get. But at the same time, I also acknowledge that there is a balance in this universe with high vibrational energy. There is lower dense energy. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I don't ever believe I'm going to get into a car crash, but every time I get in my car, I put on my seatbelt. Right. And so right. how can some, so first of all, let's talk about protection, but then also how can someone protect themselves without driving themselves crazy or freaking themselves out that there's, that they might attract something that they don't want to attract? Um, the first thing that I would say that I usually talk to people about when it comes to protection is protecting your own mindset, trusting mm. yourself. Because when you, if you allow your brain to go, oh, it looks like it's going to rain today. I'm probably going to have a car accident. <laughs> because people do that you know yeah like, I mean that was a little extreme but you know what I'm saying like oh if I go to the grocery store I'm gonna get stuck talking to that one cashier and blah blah yeah, yeah. because you just put that in the universe like the universe I is like oh bet okay that's what's gonna happen so and it's hard too because a lot of people are raised in a very negative mindset and so can't don't won't never those are like their core words so when you're putting that out into the universe that all this bad shit's going to happen because it always happens, it will continue to happen. So the first thing is protecting your mindset. You have to 
force your brain to flip into that positive mindset. For me personally, I have a little mantra that I say every morning, like I rebraid my braid every morning and I put mm. something into it. Um, and from there it, it goes out. Like I, being a folk magic practitioner, I was taught as a kid to ward my shoes. Like I have oh. warding on the bottom of my shoes and on the bottom of my soles under my feet. So nothing follows me home. Mm. Um, all of the doors in my house, all the windows in my house, all the baseboards in my house are all warded. And I trust my gut implicitly. So even if like my car is awarded, my tires awarded, I am that, that weird neighbor and I'm fine with that, but I trust my gut implicitly. So if, you know, I'm about to leave the house and suddenly my gut's like, Oh, you need all those five crystals sitting in front of your desk. Like I'll go back in and get those five crystals. If my gut says, Hey, you, you need to, you need to park in the garage at the shop. Like you don't need your car out on the street. I do that. Um, and sometimes you can feel like, well, I'm just being paranoid, but the universe will start showing you you're not being paranoid. Yeah. It was giving you signs and you trusted it. That's just the mental stuff, the emotional stuff that you can do without having to go buy anything, do anything, set anything up. Like you can literally ward the things in your house with nail polish, with a wax marker, with a regular marker. Like you can you don't have to go buy all this expensive stuff. People think that too, sometimes that they have to do all of that. And they, you, you really don't like you can go buy salt at the dollar store and put a little bit in the corner, each corner of your house. That's protection and cleansing at the same time. And it costs you a dollar, you know, things like that. So protection is, I think key, but it starts, it starts in your own brain, starts in your own mind mm-hmm. and radiates out from there. Mm-hmm. But if y'all do need to buy anything, Bodie has a shop and she does ship. So <laughs> you are so funny. <laughs> yeah, my my girls get mad at me so much because I I was taught, you know, to teach other people these things. And yeah. so I'm like, dude, go to the go to the dollar store and get some salt and you know, do this and this and this and this. But I don't know. I I'm not saying please don't order from me or, you know, book stuff with travel. I'm not saying don't do that. But at the same time, like times are hard, man, you know, and sometimes you, you do what you got to do. And, you know, I get it. I would rather teach people. I would rather teach people. So I'm (laughs) yeah, no, you know, it's so funny because I'm not like, so I had this one experience with a practitioner and uh, and I'm not, I'm not here to knock anybody's business practices. We all got to make money. Right. Um, but you know, what's so interesting. I, the, the way that I work, I try to do my best to teach people how to not depend on me. Right. Like if I see someone, I'm, I'm good seeing someone a couple of times, but like, I never want someone to be dependent on me to think that they need me in order for them to live the life that they want or connect to their loved ones in spirit or connect to their guides. Right. Like I'm much like a crystal or cards or whatever. I'm just a tool along the journey, but I'm not, I'm not there to be a permanent part of your journey. Right. And I had this one practitioner who I saw her and I just wanted like a one-off reading because I heard she was amazing and she really was great. But then at the end of the session, she was like, all right, well, I'll see you next week. And I was like, why do I need to see you next week? And it was so interesting. And then, you know, 
and then it, it, I ended up not, you know, I went to a couple more sessions. I was like, ah, this isn't for me. Right. Cause I had to follow my own instincts and my own feelings yeah, yeah, and my yeah. energy on that. Right. But, um, but yeah, I'm with you. I think that there's a lot that we can do simply just by learning how to connect with your energy. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important that, you know, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this, but people just learning their own energy, how they feel, what their energy truly feels like, because it's, well, yes, it's something that's a part of us. It's still something, it's the thing that's animating us. Right. Cause I, I believe these are just, these are just meat suits. These are just, you know, <laughs> our physical bodies that we're in. It's like being in our car, right? Like I get in my car. I'm not my car. I'm in my car. It's a vehicle. And so learning what that feels like, I would love to hear just your perspective on, on that and ways that you like to teach people how to connect with that energy? Well, connecting with your energy is all about paying attention, being present, listening, trusting your gut. Um, one of the things that cracks me up is that as a society, like movies, TV, real life, et cetera, everybody talks about, oh, I had a gut feeling, I had a gut feeling, I had a gut feeling. And, you know, they talk about following that gut feeling, but then when you call it intuition, People mm -hmm. are like, oh God, that's that's spiritual. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what what? You know, like, wait, no. So we're taught to trust our gut. Like it's kind of our sixth sense, basically. But we're also taught to kind of ignore that for the logical. So you have to really start trusting, trusting your gut and trusting your intuition. And one of the things that I tell people, and this is something it does take a little bit of discipline at first, but and it's free create yourself an email address, mm. just, you know, my spiritual shit at gmail.com, whatever. That's not really, hopefully that's no one's email, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but create yourself an email address. The only thing that goes to your email address are dreams are, you know, mm. whatever. I have one. And what I do is anytime I feel like something is coming, anytime I, have a dream that I need to remember, I immediately voice record it and send it mm. to my school. Mm. And I always tag, you know, the email with, you know, had a dream that Joe's going to get in a wreck with a green truck or whatever. The reason that, and this is what one of my mentors taught me to start doing like in 2004. Um, and I've been doing it ever since. Oh my God, that's almost 20. Oh my God. Now I feel old. Okay. I digress. Let's not talk about that. Um, but when you do this and you can go and okay, so Joe does get in a wreck with a green truck. You can go back and go, holy crap, I was right. Not only was I right, but like mm. I got a warning. So whether it's a dream or a feeling, mm. now you have confirmation of it. So when you have confirmation, suddenly you're like, oh my God, that was, that mm. was right. So even if it's just say you meet some new person, you know, your, your sister has a new boyfriend or whatever. And everybody in the family loves this new boyfriend. And as soon as you meet him, you go huh, huh, like, no, mm -hmm. no, man. Right. Send that to yourself. You know what mm. I mean? All the things that you just felt about that. Send that to yourself. I love that. It, it validates it. It puts it into words so you can see it. And when those things happen, you're going to realize, oh, I should trust that a little more. Yeah. Yeah. So in validating that, it also boosts that 
listening and that ability because yeah. then your your spiritual self goes oh this jerk's gonna pop quiz me if i have this feeling or this vision <laughs> and so you start to remember more mm-hmm. it's like by using it it gets stronger so you can do that with your energy just the same as you would a dream a thought a vision whatever you want to call it just hey the energy in the world feels really weird today don't know why you know mm-hmm. and then you'll end up being like me and start checking all of the you know the schumann and the solar flares and all that stuff <laughs> what's going on astrologically you know yeah yeah that resonates so much with me i've started playing little games with my energy or just you know with well with myself right um where if i just get a feeling and for me there's never really like if if i feel like something's going on in the world or or i get like a a hit of something there's never like anxiety attached to it or anything it's just very like non-judgmental is what it is feeling that comes through and it was really funny i've got to share this story i'm so excited <laughs> i was at uh i was i was buying sunscreen at a at a store and um i forgot the sunscreen as it happened right because i go in the store and i get distracted and i buy other things and i'm sitting in my i'm sitting in my car and i was like oh i forgot to get sunscreen and um and so i was like well i'll just go to i'll go to ulta and i didn't know why i just had this feeling like i need to go to ulta and so i went and i i was like there's a reason why i'm here like as soon as i parked i was like i'm here for a reason mm-hmm. and i walk in and, you know, I was trying not to look too hard for the reason, right? Because I think sometimes if I look too hard, I, I miss it or I push it off, right? So I just got into like my place of allowing and then I'm looking at sunscreen. I hear this voice and I go, hi, can I help you? And I and I turn around, it's one of the associates at the store. And I was like, oh, I'm good. I pretty much know what I need. And they look at me and they get really quiet and really serious. And they come up like really close. They're like, are you on TikTok? And I was like, and Instagram, like, you know, cause I'm, I'm very, you know, proud of the work that I do and excited. Right. And, um, and they go, I thought you lived in LA. And I was like, no, I live here in, in Tacoma, Washington. And they go, you don't understand. And, and like their whole body language just like shifted and it softened. And, and they were like, you don't understand. I've been going through something. And I told myself that if I saw one of your videos, like that was going to be my sign today, but you're here (laughs) and like right in front of me. And like, they were like processing and I looked right at them and I go, you're the reason I'm here. And like, and I knew that's why I was there. Tell me you hugged the daylights out of this person. Oh my gosh. I like hugged them. It was great. They, you know, and it was just wonderful. It wasn't about, and for me, it wasn't about being recognized from social media. Like it's, you know, that's still something like, I don't, I love it. It's fun, but it's not something that drives me. That's not why I do this work. Right. It's still fun though. Right. But, (laughs) but it was like. To an extent, to an extent, right? (laughs) Yeah. To an extent. Right. But like, for me, it was just, you know following that impulse and knowing that like, you know, for me, it was just, you know, it was a silly errand getting sunscreen, but for someone else, like I was their sign, which is, you know, super fun. So, um, yeah. So just in this conversation about energy and, and following it, it can be a really empowering and beautiful thing when you learn how to trust your energy and just follow it without questioning it. But that can be, 
you know, going to go get sunscreen is a little bit easier to follow than I need to leave my job. I need to leave my partner. Yes. I need to make this big, big leap. So what is some advice that you could give someone who might be getting that ping or that knowing that it's time to either end something or make a big move that's kind of scary? What's some advice you could give someone that's going through that to help them listen to that energy or make that decision a little bit easier? I love that you asked that because it's, it's something I get asked a lot. Um, and I'm going to tell you a tiny story and to, and then you'll see why I'm saying it. Yeah. The first thing I'm going to say is your, your gut is never wrong. Mm -hmm. Your heart is going to sugarcoat everything because it doesn't want you to get hurt. Your mind is going to kind of logic through everything like, well, they do this because of this and blah, blah, blah. Like those two things are always going to take the safe route. Your mm. gut is like that toddler at Walmart that's always going to point out what's wrong with somebody in a very loud, boisterous manner. Mm -hmm. um, trust it implicitly. I, I was in a marriage for 15 years and the person I was married to was extremely abusive. And even though my energy on a moment to moment basis was like, bitch, what are you doing? You know, like, why are you here? My heart rationalized it. My head rationalized it. And it wasn't until I ended up, it, it wasn't, it wasn't broken bones. It wasn't bruises. It wasn't my ego. It wasn't anything else. It was me ending up in a recovery room from a heart cath watching my cardiologist tell my spouse that I had permanent heart damage, that I had to be on medicine the rest of my life, and that I probably would have a heart attack before I'm 60 and I have to take good care of myself. He never once looked up from his phone. And as soon as my cardiologist left the room without looking up, he said, see, I told you nothing was wrong with you. And it was that lightning bolt moment. It was like the universe smacking me in the forehead so hard. I realized I'm done. Mm -hmm. If I had trusted my gut, I left four times and came back every time. But that last one, if I had trusted my gut, I wouldn't have the things I have now. If I had trusted my gut, you know, it, it was just, why are you not listening? So, you know, learn from my example don't stay in a situation where it's causing your meat sack health problems because mm -hmm. anybody, as you align more with your energy and with your spiritual path and so on, everyone has gifts. Mm -hmm. Everyone does. Mm -hmm. Those are going to come out. If you can't be in a space where you can align with that, you're going to get ill. Like your meat sack is going to start to break down. Don't, don't pause. It's, it's just having a little faith in the universe. I stepped out on my own. I have had a time where I was barely squeaking through paycheck to paycheck. And I was like, I, I cannot stay in this job. I cannot stay in this job. And I just sucked it up, walked in one day and quit. I had, I had no idea what I was going to do. And bam, the universe was like, oh, here's this and this and this and this mm -hmm. and this. The universe will, or God or Allah or Buddha, whoever it is you put your faith in, will 
always take care of you. And I know that sounds very religious way of looking at things, but if you look at things instead of, oh, I don't have a million dollars in the bank, me neither, but I always have exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't wait, don't stay in a situation that's dangerous. Don't stay in a situation that is going to cause you health problems. Our meat sacks break down faster than we'd like them to. So <laughs> don't cause any extra stress on the meat sack. It, it's strongly fragile. You know what I mean? Like, so I would oh, yeah. like a t-shirt that says my meat sack is fragile. <laughs> I'll add uh, that to my list. I, I have a list of, yeah. Of t-shirts. <laughs> you know, and it, and you're so right. And it's about just taking that trust fall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Bodhi, it was beautiful chatting with you. And thank you for dropping by happy hour. I am just so appreciative of you. And thank you for sharing some beautiful energy with us today. I'm so grateful for you. I love you too. And for those of you listening, thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to chatting on the next episode of Psychic Happy Hour. I love you. And I'm incredibly proud of you.